Hey everyone, my name is Holly, and I want to tell you how the happiest day of my life turned into a terrible nightmare. And also, why you should never introduce your female friends to your boyfriends. Or at least choose them as carefully as possible. I was waiting for my wedding as something special. Paul proposed to me on my 18th birthday. The next six months have passed in endless planning. I wanted this day to be fantastic, unforgettable, so that 20 years from now, people would look through the photos and sob with emotion, so that all the guests would discuss every detail of my wedding for a year. Sure, such a wedding is expensive, but Paul earned enough. Of course, I haven't started working yet. I was a college freshman. My parents also gladly pitched in. I probably pissed off everyone with this wedding, because every detail was important to me, from the color of the walls in the cafe we planned to rent, to the shrimp and the salads. I even hired the singer only after having a casting session. We also hired one famous stand-up comedian to run the show. Well, and the dress. The dress was chosen by the whole team, from my parents to the most distant relative. Of course, the last word was mine, but still, there was a frenzy. During all this time, my best friend didn't leave me even for a second. We created the menu together, thought through the flower arrangements on the tables. She also went with me when I tried on clothes and really helped me with everything. If I forgot something, she immediately made me notice it. I just didn't see anyone else in the role of maid of honor. She did a perfect job. I was joking that it should be her who was getting married because she did half the wedding, plus the whole bachelorette party. On the wedding day, for some reason, she was late. I already managed to take the pre-wedding pics, put on makeup, and even got into my dress with the help of two stylists. She still wasn't there. There was no way to postpone the ceremony. Everything had to be right on time. So I had to urgently ask another friend, give her quick instructions, and start the show. The girls were still trying to call her, but she didn't pick up her phone. Long story short, we got married. Everything was exactly as I dreamed. A beautiful place, beautiful me, and the best man in the world next to me, who I could now call my husband. Then we were dancing. We had a photo shoot and a wedding dinner. We had our first dance under the camera flashes. The guests were congratulating us with gifts. Everyone was having fun and eating. That's when it all happened. We were already cutting the wedding cake when the door to the hall opened like in some horror movie. At the flash of lightning and the sound of rain outside, Meg appeared in the hall, all wet, dressed in some tatters with smeared makeup. She was holding some kind of envelope with a bow and a bottle of champagne. Judging by the way she swayed, it wasn't her first bottle. And right from the door, she started gibbering something slurred. Security wanted to kick her out, but she somehow slipped past them and threw an envelope in front of me. And then she laughed and put a positive pregnancy test under my husband's nose instead of congratulations. Then she started talking about the fact that almost from the very beginning of our relationship, she'd been sleeping with my newlywed husband, that she'd been hoping until the last moment that there wouldn't be a wedding. Then she suddenly found out about her pregnancy with his kid. She said a lot of things, and I was just opening and shutting my mouth like a fish. I didn't know how to react to this, and then she ran out of the restaurant into the rain. I slept in the hotel, where we were supposed to spend our wedding night. I didn't much care about what happened to the guests or the honeymoon. For some reason, I immediately believed her. Maybe because during her crazy speech, my husband was silent. I can't say. Then he came to me, babbling something about the fact that this was all bullshit. 
that she was just a crazy fool who decided to screw me over with all these stories. But Meg managed to be more convincing. Over the night, I remembered some evidence of what she was talking about. For example, he would often stay late at work, or he had some girl stuff like scrunchies in his car. I have short hair, so I don't use them. For some reason, I used to believe they belonged to his colleagues. And then, it was like someone removed the scales from my eyes. The next day, I filed for a divorce. I apologized to the guests, gave the money I got as a wedding gift to my parents. There was just as much money as they had spent on the wedding, and for the rest, let it be his lesson for the future, as well as mine, that you can't get married without a lawyer and a detective behind you. Well, like first, find out everything about the person you are going to live with, and only then tie the knot. I don't talk to Meg anymore. I don't feel like it after what happened. There is one thing I can't understand. If she didn't want this wedding, why didn't she tell me before it happened? I would have believed her, because I believe her now. Why did she wait until the church and painful divorce? Who did she want to punish? I don't have any answers, and I don't want to look for them. All I want is to forget everything as soon as possible. Here's a story, boys and girls. Don't cheat on your loved ones. Or, if there's no way around it, at least be honest. Because the cat will always get out of the bag sooner or later. But a betrayed heart will hardly forgive you or love you again. Write in the comments what you would do in my shoes. If you ever had something similar happen, write it too. Let's make a collection of broken hearts and life lessons. Share this video with brides and grooms you know, but not on their wedding day. And don't betray those who love you.